0: personal finance presentation how to select a financial institution prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance in prior presentations we took a look at financial services listing out those financial services and giving some idea of when we might be needing those financial services we also listed out financial institutions types of financial institutions and the types of services they typically provide now we want to go through the thought process that we can put together to decide which financial institutions would be appropriate for us noting that of course we everyone's in a unique situation so we got and we have a unique form of priorities to ourselves so we want to go through a thought process to think about what types of institutions would be used or most useful to fit our needs So here's going to be the thought process. We'll go through this in general, and then we'll go through some of these steps in more detail in in a bit in this presentation. Step one, list your most important features. Step two, rank the top three or four specific features in order of importance. Step three, make a list of local, national, and online financial institutions. Step four, conduct three types of research, which would include talk with people who have used various financial institutions, Conduct online research on the services, policies, and fees. Visit, if you can, the financial institution to observe the environment and talk to staff. And then step five, balance your needs with the information collected. And then, of course, make your decision. So let's go into that in a little bit more detail, starting with step one, list your most important features related to. So we want to think about the related to. The services that those institutions provide. So, if you're looking at a banking or financial institution, what services that they provide. We talked a little bit about the services in prior presentations. We'll go into them in a bit more detail here. We want to look at the costs, fees, and earnings, which again, we'll look into in a little bit more detail in a second, the convenience and the online mobile banking. So, services, let's go through those in a bit more detail in prior presentations. We looked at common types of financial services for institutions sometimes if you're looking at generally the larger banks they're usually the items these financial institutions that will provide more of the services in one package or in one place so if one of your priority goals is to meet more of these particular needs at one institution then you're probably looking for the the larger institutions there however if you're thinking that you're going to be working with institutions that you think fit your needs better but may not have as many services then you might be working with multiple institutions in order to have that trade-off between the desirable components that you want in one financial institution and possible limitations, which possibly could include less services at one place. So services could, of course, include the checking account. So you want to make sure that you have a place that's going to be managing your, your checking account. We went through some various institutions that can typically do that. The most common one being the commercial bank, the savings account uh, information information the deposit insurance so you want to make sure that you have some security over your checking account FDIC insured generally loans you want to see what kind of information they have with regards to the loans and this is when we get into some services that are going to be possibly quite different or somewhat substantially different than simply managing the checking account and so you want to be working with an institution that has loan options some loan options might be more prevalent At some institutions than other institutions that might offer the checking services then we have the investments which of course is another area which you could have a wide range of diversification in terms of the rates that could be involved in one area to another with regards to savings and things like that as well as the diversification as to the types of investments that you might be able to facilitate with through that particular institution so if you're zeroing in on an institution where you think they have a good checking account situation or you think they have better fees for you or you think your customer service for example is quite good because you want like more personalized service possibly then you might be trading off the the idea of having more investment types and categories at one particular location which you can supplement by having more more type of services that, that you're going to be working with for those types of things. So then we have the mobile apps. So our, what kind of mobile apps do they have? Once again, you would assume that the larger kind of institutions who are moving oftentimes to be more online, because it's it's going to save them time and money generally, might be the places that have the, the more sophisticated mobile apps, which you might be trading off for the more personal kind of information that you might get at, at different institutions and those are going to be the some of the trade-offs that you can look into based on your hierarchy of needs so then we have the costs and fees so when we're thinking about the costs and fees for our financial institution we might think about the checking account these are some standard questions that you might have which would be what are going to be the fees related to the checking account do i have a minimum balance that i'm going to have in there normally note that the bank oftentimes will not charge you for managing the checking account, which you might think, wow, that is amazing. If you think about it, that's a lot of work over there. <laughs> you're basically managing my whole checking account, I'm able to deposit money, take money out, and you're not going to charge me anything. Because remember, what they basically do is they're going to take a lot of that money, keep the reserve and loan it out in the form of, of mortgages. So that's, that's basically how they're making their money. However, they might have a minimum balance that you need in the checking account to make it worth their while to do that so you want to say is there a minimum balance and is that going to be a factor in my decision making process ATM fees so what kind of ATM fees do you have how many ATMs do you have out there what are the fees if I was to use some other uh, ATM if that's a significant way that you're going to be pulling cash and then the credit rates what what are your comparable credit rates once again if that is an important function of that particular institution that you're working with which may or may not be because maybe you're primarily primarily there for the checking account but then if you're if you're dealing with the, the credit rates you want to be comparing those as well as the savings rates again these are areas where you could have some differences between the services before what you might be primarily there for which is the checking account and their options with regards to the savings rates that they provide for standard savings accounts cds versus us, other institutions and other savings options that they might have within that institution. Convenience. Obviously, the location can be convenient. If you're talking about your primary uh, banking institution, even though a lot of things are going online, it might be it may well be something that you feel is a priority to have the physical location there. If you want to be using something like a safe deposit box as well, it would be nice, of course, to have that you need the location there if you're going to be utilizing like something like that, or you might be in a situation where you feel the location is not as important. As it had been in the past, many people like the idea of being able to go into a physical location and actually talking to someone in there, having the safe deposit box, visiting somebody, having that personal feel to it. Some people are, are com- quite comfortable using the online services, which are becoming more and more useful and, and a standalone thing in and of themselves as as time goes by. So the hours, so if you are looking to go into the location or even to be contacting and working with people in that location by phone or some other way, then you want to know what the hours are, the hours lining up to you, especially if you're doing online practices where you might be on one side of the country and they're on the other side of the country or something like that. Is it possible to to line up the hours more easily if that's going to be something important to you? Uh, ATM locations, this could be highly significant if if atms are some a place where you draw cash out a lot do you have the atm locations if not i mean how much do you charge for if i was to use some other uh, type of atm location then the customer service so what kind of customer service do you provide both in terms of the online customer service can i get a hold of someone when i want to talk to actually somebody and if you go into the the institution what's the customer service basically on the ground as compared to other places widely different in terms of customer service these days and businesses strategies with regards to customer services do you want the on ground do you want the more personalized Do you want to talk to someone there or are you comfortable with the online uh, services and doing more of your own personal research type of thing and then any kind of rewards programs that they might have you can be comparing and contrasting them as well and then we have uh, the online or the mobile banking. Clearly, things are going more online. You would expect then the larger institutions, including the larger banks, to have a presence online and be leading the online, or or at least be competitive with the ease and mobility of their online platform. Although the people that are doing online banking, the institutions that are going in and being a purely online platform may actually have better. You know, they might they might be pioneering the, the basically look and feel and navigation of the online. So you would think that the big companies, the big banks would have the money to, to do the online services well, although they might not be on the edge of the, of the innovation to actually apply that as well due to simply bureaucracy. And uh, so you got your pros and cons. You would think that the smaller institutions, credit unions and things like that may not have as good an online presence, which may or may not be useful to you depending on how much you're going to depend on the online component and the ease of use of online. The mobile apps, same kind of thing. You would expect the larger institutions to have the money to invest in things like the old mobile app as they become sufficient. You would expect the online pioneer companies to actually be you know, pioneering in that area. And you would expect things like credit unions and possibly more local areas that focus in on a local area. Possibly not to be as good at those kind of things because their focus is on the personal touch and communication within a locale instead of reaching everyone they can in terms of an online presence. Obviously, security and privacy are going to be uh, related types of things. When you're thinking about online, you clearly want to be working with an institution that you trust, that that you feel that they're they're putting the money that they need to into the online security, which you would hope most large financial institutions uh, would be doing. So then we have the uh, step two, rank the top three or four features in order of importance. So once you look at your features, the, the checking account, whether it's an online location and the services, what are the fees going to be there? Are the fees important? The minimum balances, list those out in terms of what you think are the most important features. Also a feature might be, do you want you know everything to be able to be done in one institution versus multiple institutions? How, how important is it to you to try to consolidate where you have to go for your financial needs into one institution versus are you comfortable going online for some resources elsewhere and going to your online or your on ground or your other kind of functions at another institution. So then we got step three, which is uh, to prepare a list of uh, local, national and online financial institution where you can include the addresses, the phone and the website, so You can basically look this information up list down the contact information related to them to help them narrow down your decision step four conduct three types of research so once we know where they're at and once we we then going to narrow down our decision process we can then go into our research which could include talk with people who have used various financial institutions so at this point notice we kind of narrowed down to this point before we started to to talk to people because if you just talk about financial institutions from a completely broad spectrum and you don't have, you haven't narrowed down what's important to you, then you're probably not going to get a lot out of the discussion because it's just too vague. You haven't really, you haven't narrowed down to what you actually want to make a discussion somewhat significant. If you've narrowed down what you want, what things are most important to you, and you actually have some institutions in mind, then you you probably will be much more better talking to someone else with some specific needs in mind and getting some ideas from them conduct online research on the services policies and fees clearly you can do the online research and try to figure out which institutions you think are doing better from that research visit if you can so if you're talking about institutions that are local rather than your figuring institutions online, you could go to the institution, especially if that's important to you to have that physical presence, the financial institution to observe the environment and talk to the staff. And then you can ask them questions while you're there, of course, which could include the minimum balance to avoid monthly service fees. So that that's often a key question for many people, how much do I have to have in the checking account to avoid avoid fees and possibly into the savings account as well? Uh, get a fee disclosure statement, saving rate sheet, and sample loan application. So we want to get, you know, they can give you a list of the fees that they charge. Generally, they should have some, some kind of documentation that gives you the standardized fees, the savings rates, what are the rates that you have on things like CDs, savings accounts, and other types of investments that you might have in place. And what are your loan rates, including possibly mortgage rates and other kind of uh, loans that may be applicable or useful to you. So assess whether the, the deposit insurance and online banking meet your needs. So then step five: balance your needs uh, with the information collected. So now you've got your information, of course. you're going to basically make a decision at this point in time. We may decide on, on more than one financial institution to take advantage of the best services offered by each. So especially if you're going to non-traditional kind of institution, especially for something like your checking account or like that, then you might, then you might end up then with multiple institutions that you're working with or it might be one of your goals that you're trying to narrow down the number of institutions you're working with in which case you might have a fewer if not just simply one institution that you feel comfortable with that can basically meet uh, the needs that you have at this point so and obviously you want them to meet the needs to the point that they can in the future as well right Are are they are they an institution that you can grow with and are they an institution that feel you, you know, that gives you the personal touch or the personal feel that's going to work with you personally based on your current uh, income level? So multiple institutions allow us to move money quickly. If the fees go up at one place, so it might be useful to actually have some multiple institutions in place just in case there's a, a change that happens. Obviously. You know institutions change over time we might say hey i really like this institution but clearly there's been a change of management even at a branch store or a branch uh, place of a large uh, business you might say i really like you know this this business this corporation in general seems good but this branch store for whatever well it's not i'm it's not doing it for me then you, you could change the institution quite quickly if you have the other one set up you know fairly easily and make make the adjustment that you would need to fairly quickly if you have multiple institutions